I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today, to start out, we're going to talk about dealing with people with personality disorders. Anybody ever deal with someone with a personality disorder? The answer is yes. I can answer that one for you 100%. And most of us have a little personality disorder across the board. Maybe you're jealous, maybe you're suspicious, maybe you're uh, anxious, maybe you're a loner. And so little things like that is just part of you, not necessarily a disorder. But when it starts to affect your life or other people's lives, that's when it becomes a disorder, just like an addiction. If somebody has a drink and it doesn't affect their life and they don't have to do it every day, no big deal. Once it adversely affects your life, then it becomes an addiction. Same thing with disorders. So we're going to talk about different types of disorders and then most importantly, what to do about it if you come across somebody who has one. And hopefully, if you have one, today might help you realize you have one and then what to do about it for yourself. It's okay to admit it. Hey, you know what? I'm always jealous. You know what? I'm always uh, uh, worried, uh, obsessive compulsive. A little bit's okay. A lot of it's not good. So mental conditions affect every aspect of your life and your relationships. It's about how you think, you feel, you act. You might have a tough time changing. You might have impulsive uh, feelings. You might be suspicious. You might even do things where people find it odd or upsetting and make it harder for you to connect with someone. These long-term patterns can harm your person, uh, your, your, your life, your family life, your work life, and a lot of times you don't know what to do about it. So I want you to consider that if, you ha if you're dealing with somebody who has a personality disorder, if they act irrationally, that's what it could be, and how you need to deal with them. Because you can't deal with somebody with a personality disorder the way you would deal with most other people. Doesn't work. In fact, it might make it worse. So let's go through a couple of different types of personality disorders and then what to look for and then what to do about it. Paranoid personality disorder. Now with this condition, you feel that people are always trying to take advantage of you even when there's no logical reason for it. Now, again, we've all met people with these different types of personality disorders. You get angry when somebody questions you. You don't want to tell people about yourself because you think that somehow they're going to use it against you. This can make it hard for you to trust people and also to build relationships. How do you build a relationship without trust? And what's worse is if you've been burned a few times, we all have, uh, in a relationship, whether it's romantic or business or friendship or family, you start to become a little paranoid. You start to put up your guard. Again, a little bit, not bad. It's okay. You don't have to trust everybody. But when it becomes, when you start really affecting relationships, that's when you might want to consider doing something. And one of the things that I like to recommend my patients to do is go to counseling. I'm a huge advocate of counseling because many times in counseling, you think you're going in for a reason and it turns into be something totally different. Oh my gosh, I had no idea it was a, a childhood issue. Oh my God, I had no idea that it was my third grade teacher who told me I was stupid. Uh, my sister said I was ugly. So you never know where it's going to come out. And so that's why I do advocate uh, counseling. And a lot of counselors send their patients to us to co-manage the case. 
And the way they do that is, all right, we've got something mental going on, but we also have something physical going on. And we may have something physiologically going on. Physiology is how your body works. So we have to look at it. Okay, the person's always in pain, so they're afraid to deal with anybody because that might make the pain worse, physical pain. Their diet might be so bad that they're not capable of producing the neurotransmitters, the chemicals in the brain necessary for the brain to work properly. And so we can go to counseling until the cows come home. It might help a little bit. But if you have a digestive order, let's say, you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, you're not able to digest your foods to absorb your nutrients. And there's proteins that are involved in this. Any type of protein looks like a ball of yarn. And in your stomach, it gets unraveled and chopped up into something called amino acids. Now, the amino acid tryptophan becomes serotonin in your brain. Serotonin is the happy neurotransmitter. It makes you happy. Uh, uh, glutamine becomes GABA. GABA helps suppress pain. Uh, uh, tryptophan, uh, tyrosine becomes a dopamine, which gives you pleasure. You may feel like there's no pleasure in life. My life has no, uh, no enjoyment. And that could be because you're just not producing the proper amounts of serotonin. So you may turn to alcohol, drugs, uh, uh, over-the-top uh, impulsive uh, um, uh, emotional issues that you're dealing with, uh, doing things that are dangerous. And that can give you a little dopamine rush. And then you say, oh, I feel good when I argue with my spouse. It gives me a little high. You might not realize it. But if you start arguing and you're thinking, wait a minute, why am I arguing? It doesn't even make sense. Oh my gosh, I'm getting high from this. I'm getting angry, which is releasing chemicals in my brain, dopamine, norepinephrine, uh, pain, chemicals that suppress pain. And so suddenly you're thinking, oh my God, I'm doing this because I'm getting high from it. So you got to do a little soul searching in this and say, maybe it is me. Maybe it is me that's the problem. I always assume it's you, but you know, Ronald Reagan said, uh, trust but verify. I always say, what can I have done differently? And if you look back and you say, there's nothing I could have done differently, and you mean that, you're being objective, not subjective, then perhaps it's the other person. But sometimes both people are involved when it comes to personality disorders, and which can then lead to other issues. So paranoid is an issue. Schizoid personality. This condition can make it hard to express emotions. You might show little or no reaction if somebody yells at you or if somebody says, oh my God, you're the most amazing thing I've ever met. This can make, make you come across as cold. You may find it hard to feel pleasure and have little interest in romantic relationships. Others might think that you're, you have no ambition, but this could be an issue, again, with the brain. And again, everybody's different. Everybody has a different personality. And so if you ever were, read the book, The Five Love Languages, a uh, great book, by the way, I have nothing to do with it, um, but I think it was great and very helpful because with The Five Love Languages, it talks about how different people are motivated by different things. And I don't know if I can get them all right. It's touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and gifts. Oh, I got it right. So if Joe, my producer, if his love language is gifts, and I keep telling him, Joe, you do an amazing job, you're great, you're awesome, and he is, by the way, and his love language is gifts, he likes it, the praise is nice, but if I come in and say, you know what, I, I saw this really cool pen and I know you like blue and I want to give you this pen, that would make a bigger impression on him. So the five love languages is great because you can deal with people, people you work with, your family, your friends, your loved ones, your kids, and find out what motivates them. Maybe it's quality time. You keep thinking, I'm working really hard to make a lot of money so I can keep giving my girlfriend gifts. And her love language is quality time, which means just spending time together. The gifts are nice, 
but it's not going to motivate them and get them excited. You know what? Let's just spend Saturday watching movies. Wow. That's going to you know, uh, lock into their love language. So sometimes you think somebody might have a personality disorder, but in reality, you're not giving them what they want. Now, here's the thing with love languages. You have to be able to talk to the other person and say, what's your love language? And there's little tests online you can do. They're free. And you can find out what your probable love language is. And it's a great thing to do with people, even people you work with, to find out how to motivate them. You may work for a boss and he gives you all these bonuses and you're making a ton of money, but your love language is words of affirmation. I just want my boss to tell me one time that I'm doing a good job. And so this money is great and they love it, but it's not the thing that's going to you know, lock in the relationship. So with personality disorder, sometimes you're doing the wrong thing and you're then assuming that, okay, this person is just cold to me. Well, they don't know to ask for it. It might not be their fault. That's why sitting down and figuring out your love language is kind of important. Anyway, I have nothing to do with the book. I just like the book and I thought I'd give them a plug there. Schizotypal disorder. You may have strange beliefs. You might be able to say, I can read people's minds. Uh, your clothes may be weird. You might dress weird. Uh, you may not react to things that most people have an emotional reaction to. And you're suspicion, suspicious of other people's intentions. People in that may not know how to respond to you because you're rambling, you're unclear in your conversation. Anybody talk to somebody and go, I have no idea what they were just talking about. This could be a, a schizotypal disorder. And you might feel really anxious around people that you don't know very well. And that could tie into something also called antisocial personality disorder. Now, you might try to make people, other people angry. You might try to trick them. You might treat them badly so you can get what you want. Now, this is a really odd thing because it doesn't make sense. Again, but mental disorders don't. Personality disorders don't make sense. You might not give, uh, you might not care what's right or wrong. You might do things just, you know, to, to achieve your goal and step on other people's uh, hearts, their emotions, physically, perhaps push them out of the way. You might lie and do things that are reckless, violent, or even illegal. You usually don't feel bad. Here's the key. You don't feel bad when you hurt others. You might have drug abuse. Alcohol abuse might be involved. People with this condition uh, often have a hard time keeping a job and taking care of themselves and their family. So that's an antisocial behavior. Uh, and, and you're not acting within society's norms. I don't care what I have to do to get that job. I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk bad about this other person. I'm going to make up lies. I'm going to, uh, you can go to the extreme, give the person flat tires so they can't go to work. I mean, so there's different things that go on there. That's an antisocial disorder. Once again, you're always looking at somebody else. It's hard to determine if you personally have a personality disorder. So this is where you have to do some soul searching. My God, I just gave Joe two flat tires so he couldn't go to work so that Damon, our office manager, would yell at him so that I can get his job. You start thinking to yourself, wow, that wasn't really what society would have normally accepted. And it's even illegal. So you might have to do some soul searching on this one too. Personality disorders. You have a strong feeling of anger, sadness, or anxiety that suddenly change. Shakespeare called it mercurial. Uh, there was, a, in fact, in uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet, one of, the, one of the characters, I think it was uh, Mercurial was his name. Uh, Mercurial, if, you ever, if you're old enough, we used to play with Mercury. And it was in thermometers and it was in thermostats. And Mercury is a heavy metal and it's kind of half solid, half liquid. And if you try to touch it, it rolls away from you and you try to gather it in. 
And we used to play with it as a kid. Now, if you have, technically, if you broke, let's say, a thermometer with mercury in it, you'd have to shut down a whole building and cause, call in a hazmat uh, unit. But we were kids. We played with it. Now, the reason it's called mercurial is you can't pin it down. You're trying to catch it, and you can't. So borderline personality disorders, people are very mercurial. You don't know what to expect from a minute to minute to minute. Oh, my God, you're great. You're wonderful. I love you. You're a jerk. I hate you. Go away from me. I never want to see you again. That mercurial personality could be a borderline personality disorder. You swing between extremes. You have a friend who's amazing one day, a relationship. Oh, my God, you're great. You're wonderful. Next day, I hate you. You're a jerk. This makes for very intense, rocky relationships. And not only romantic relationships, all relationships. You act impulsively. Drug abuse can be involved. Reckless driving, uh, risky sex. You don't have a strong sense of who you are. Now, I've met people like this, and at first it's confusing, and then you have to step back and say, okay, I'm doing everything right. Really am, objectively. This person is a little challenging. And so you then have to make some decisions. Sometimes it's okay to walk away. And it could be a family member. Sometimes walking away is the only thing that's really going to work because as long as they have you there, they can manipulate you and you keep playing into it. It's a challenge. Very challenging for parents when children have personality disorders because they're your kid. And you can't really walk. I guess you could walk away from your kid. I hope you don't. Um, But if these things happen, that's when counseling comes in and it's really good, I think. Uh, Narcissistic personality disorder. This is another one you've probably come across in your life. You want to make yourself look good even if you must ignore or hurt others. You brag a lot. You pretend to be somebody you're not. You stop people who want to get their say in. You're trying to speak and they won't let you speak. Or maybe you're cutting them off. You might get angry when you're not treating, treated the way you want to be treated. Inside, you're very insecure. You're oversensitive. You lash out. You criticize as a defense mechanism. You get moody and depressed if someone makes you feel less than perfect. The narcissistic personality disorder is it's all about me. Look at me, look at me. I'm great, I'm wonderful, and you're not. And you can't be wonderful because I'm wonderful. And if you are, then I can't be. Once again, if it's a relationship like a child, hopefully you'll get counseling and work with it. I remember getting advice one time from one of my friends who was a counselor. And they said, if both people want to make a relationship work, it can almost always work. If one person decides not to make a relationship work, there's nothing that can be done to save that relationship. Because it's like a divorce. Only one person has to vote to get divorced. One person has to vote in a relationship. Now, again, when I say relationship, I'm not just talking boyfriend, girlfriend, or boyfriend, boyfriend, or whatever it is. It's about any relationship. Your coworkers, your friends, your family, children, spouses, cousins. So if both people are willing to work at things, you can almost always come to a resolution. Only one person has to say no. The other person has no vote. And that's unfortunate. Avoidant personality disorder. This, you don't want to look foolish, so you don't put yourself in any social condi- uh, position that might lead to that. You'd rather be alone. You don't want to take the smallest risk because you might be rejected. You might look bad in front of other people. You might take, make problems bigger than they really are. You find it hard to try new things. You see yourself as unattractive. This can make you afraid to connect with other people and very uncomfortable in large groups. I've read a while ago that the number one fear of humans is public speaking. The number two fear is death. Many people are more afraid to public speak than to die. Now, 
I understand that. Okay, I'm a public speaker, but it you don't I don't think you're born a public speaker. I guess some people are born a public speaker. But this is an issue that you can work with. And it's again, there's steps for all of these personality disorders that you can do. Again, I'm not a counselor. I'm just throwing it out what can be there. We talked earlier, and I want to cover this again, because next I'm going to talk about obsessive compulsive personality disorders. Many times people have these disorders because their brain just isn't working right. You're not getting what we consider the normal level of dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, uh, GABA, the the four major neurotransmitters in the brain that make the brain work. And there's other ones too. And so if they're not working, or you might not have what's called receptor sites. So I produce a, a chemical in my brain called dopamine. Dopamine gives me pleasure. And dopamine is being released, but I'm not able to absorb it into my brain. So the uh, receptor sites might be blocked up. A good example is caffeine. Caffeine blocks up a receptor site in your brain called adenosine, the adenosine receptor site. Adenosine is a chemical that's released in your brain that makes you tired. It's normal. I've worked all day. I'm exhausted. My brain needs to reboot. So my body releases adenosine. It absorbs adenosine, and I get tired. Caffeine blocks up the adenosine receptor site so I can't absorb adenosine so I don't get tired. Now, caffeine's a stimulant other places too, but this is how it works in the brain. And so I, once I block it up, my body produces more adenosine so I drink more coffee or more caffeine. So when it comes to personality disorders, it could be something what we call organic. It could actually be happening organically in the brain itself. And you're saying, well, Bob, you're just a jerk. No, Bob's brain isn't working. So this ties into what we do in our offices. We try to get to the cause of your healthcare problems and not just treat the symptoms. Now, I may not know that you're not absorbing norepinephrine, but if you can get the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and the diet straightened out, many times the body has the capabilities to start to heal. And that's the thing. You've got to give it a shot. You've got to give the body the capabilities to reboot itself, make it work better. So if you're having mental disorders, anxiety, personality disorders, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, digestive issues. I'm not saying I can fix your obsessive compulsive disorder. What I'm saying is let's get the body healthy enough and let's see if that works. So if you'd like to make an appointment, come see us. Uh, We're a team of chiropractors. I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management, double board certified in nutrition and certified in traumatic brain injury. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, digestive issues, heartburn, acid reflux, uh, nutrition concerns, come see us. Let's see if we can get your body healthy. So if you'd like to make an appointment, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and you can book an appointment. It's all over. Contact us. You can call us, book it online. We, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. We'd love the opportunity to try to get you, your friends, and your family healthy naturally get you well and keep you well. Uh, We don't use drugs and surgery. If we need to, we have a medical division. We can always use that if we need to. But we try to start out no drugs, no surgery, using chiropractic, nutrition, and working on the digestive system. Normally, the first visit is $720 for us. We've reduced that to $299. We accept almost every insurance. Now, we do ask you to pay for the first visit up front, and then we'll bill your insurance. If we get paid back, we'll just refund you or give you credit. We'll give you the money back. But we don't want to wait to bill the insurance, see if they're going to pay. We just got to get this moving. So drjoe.com, we accept almost every insurance. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, my opinion, you were damaged. You need to come see us immediately. Remember, if the car was damaged, you were damaged immediately. Drjoe.com, uh, call us or do it through the website. If you have any questions, you can send them to me through the website as well, drjoe.com. 
So we're talking about uh, personality disorders today. If you want to control people, you want to uh, uh, control people, the tasks, the situation, that's obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Your attention to rules and details and order can be so extreme that you're trying to control the environment all the time. That's different than a dependent personality disorder. Uh, that, that, in a dependent personality disorder, you're too clingy. You hate to be apart from someone. You're always kind of up there fanny, so to speak. The thought that they could leave you forever is serious fear. And we've had people like that. I've known people like that where they're so obsessive, they have to try so hard for you to like them that you don't like them. And they're afraid they're going to get fired. They're afraid they're going to get broken up with. They're afraid they're going to be left alone that they become so over the top. And sometimes you need to, if you're like that, you may be, well, I think we're all like that at some point in our lives. You need to stop and say, all right, I need to back off. As much as it's killing me, I want to call this person so bad. It's killing me. I can't, but you need to. You need to back off so that they can process their stuff. There was a song called uh, Fergie by Fergie, who was with uh, Black Eyed Peas. And the line in the song is, this has nothing to do with you. It's personal, myself and I, I got some, we got some figuring out to do. But you might think, oh my God, they're breaking up with me, they hate me, oh my, no. And, and the line is great. It's, uh, it, it's again, the song is by, well, I can't think of the name of the song now. Uh, anyway, but if you uh, look up Fergie, and it's a great song, but the line in there is so good. It has nothing to do with you, it has to do with me. I need to step back and process. And if you keep getting in my face, I can't process everything, and then it may not work out. And so that's a dependent personality disorder. Somebody just, how about now? What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Well, I'm, I'm not talking to you anymore is what I'm doing. So think about yourself too, not just other people. So what do you do about it? You probably won't know you have it yourself, like we talked about. People with personality disorders often don't believe it. They find out when they're looking for something else. So they go to counseling for whatever, and it comes out. Uh, because people with these conditions often manage well, well enough to get by, though they may have a hard time in relationships, they really never go get the help. Diagnosis is tough. That's why you need a professional to help you out. But these are just some clues uh, that you have to sometimes take re uh, responsibility and say, all right, why is it that every relationship I've ever been in, every job I've ever had, every friend I've ever had has left me? Maybe you're the common denominator. And that's a real hard thing to say out loud sometimes to yourself. So treatment again, counseling is great. If you're in pain, if your nervous system isn't working properly, if you're not breaking down your food properly, you're not digesting food properly, that's where perhaps my clinic can come in. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Uh, if you have questions, you can always send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, and we'll see what we can do for you. Supplement-wise, the minimum supplements I would recommend are Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and many times Dr. Joe's Digestive Enzymes. Let's give your body large quantities of super high-quality nutrients. And if you're not digesting your food properly, every case I've ever had where there was an emotional or a mental disorder, there was a digestive component that was totally undiagnosed. Burping, gas, uh, bloating, acid reflux. Those are signs that you're not breaking down your food. And if you're not breaking down your food, you can't absorb the nutrients. And now we can adjust your stomach. We can actually physically massage or manipulate the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And many times that fixes the acid reflux, the heartburn, the burping, and then allows the stomach to start to digest proteins. If you have questions, drjoe.com. You can send them to me through the website. If you want to make an appointment, do it right on the website, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. 
Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.